This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding the Jordan Harbinger show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan, Honor System, and Declan have crash-landed onto the moon. Alan's hut and Billy Finger's Featherfall kept them alive. Honor System collected EVA suits for the team, and Declan calculated the best ways to shoot people in reduced gravity. Can these anti-heroes survive the journey to the Fulfillment Citadel? And what threats are heading towards them on the moon? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. The Dum Dums of Future Past are on the moon and having uh, successfully found a way to get yourselves some of that tasty, tasty oxygen for those of you with, with you know, squishy, meaty lungs uh, and not robot parts, um, or at least robot lungs, which unfortunately, Declan, you do not have. Um, you managed to uh, suit up. Uh, and are currently making your way uh, towards uh, what we've dubbed the Tech Hut, uh, one of several um, hut-like or bubble-like um, sort of blisters across the surface of the moon, uh, leading to the Fulfillment Citadel, where you will find Jacinda Bezos um, and uh, the rest of the MFTs, uh, let alone the, the rest of the executives uh, of the the last standing house of uh, the, the fallen conglomerata. Um, so having... Um, Crashed uh, using uh, formerly the Omens, now uh, Alan's uh, vaguely cylindrical hut. Um, <laughs> and with the uh, assistance of Billy Finger's uh, surprising cast oh, of Featherfall, uh, you've made Planetfall and are making your way uh, to the tech wing after some awkward bouncing. Um, you managed to make it to the entrance, um, and uh, the three of you um, slip inside. Immediately, gravity reasserts itself. Um, and there's kind of like one of those like classic airlock hisses, even though you just kind of moved through like a, um, we described described it previously as, as sort of like Gungan shield wall. Um, you could also be like Stargate material, like just kind of a wobbly water thing that you just step through and then uh, you're, you're suddenly within atmosphere because I don't know, fucking magic or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's, a, um, it's a large, um, again, like as everything else, honeycomb shaped um, enclosure. 
Um, you can see um, outside um, through it. It's kind of got um, almost a shimmering, uh, like think uh, uh, almost the equivalent of like a, an oil slick uh, kind of shimmering membrane uh, on the glass. So it's clearly blocking like UV light and other shit, but you can see out of it. It's just not perfectly clear. Like, it's not like a crystal clear view. It's just as you you move around, you can get um, a, a rough view of what's happening outside. Um, inside, this place is a little bit like Tony Stark's lab in like the original Iron Man or any of the times where he's like working on a suit. So it's got like a massive gimbaled arm in the center and kind of a bunch of tables with various um, almost like Adeptus Mechanicus style shit on it. Um, there are racks, um, sort of against the wall, um, almost like the, uh, man, I'm just mixing a ton of sci-fi metaphors, but bear with me, um, <laughs> a bunch of almost like, uh, Borg recharge chambers, um, that would clearly be used to like power Ooh. up the suits. Um, and, uh, you also see, um, uh, uh, some weaponry that's been disassembled, um, that seems to be Declan, I think based on your kind of understanding of weapons, what you'd expect from a zero G environment or like, not a zero G, but like a low gravity environment so like definitely like projectile based um sort of like heavy bore make sure it goes straight um as straight as possible kind of weapons um obviously still a lack of quantum energy so you see like one or two disassembled laser rifles but at this point those are those are increasingly rare commodities um you also see some scattered armor bits um that uh you don't fully recognize um but they seem to be um for lack of a better term, uh, well, no, no, I, I won't give that to you. You can investigate them or not. I, I don't care. I don't need to give you everything. You've got stats and dice for that. <laughs> um, so there's some scattered armor that looks vaguely unfamiliar. Um, but the good news is, particularly for you, Declan, like this is this is fucking Toys R Us, um, where it's cool to be a kid. Like you have so many options here for tooling up um, both your weaponry and uh, the weaponry of your companions. Mechanically, uh, you have a few options in this space. Um, so um, the, uh, the sort of three main options you have, um, you can upgrade a damage dice um, on your weapon. Uh, you can add uh, an attack with your, if you have, I think probably this is only a you thing on our system. You can add an additional attack. I think if we give that to Declan, then it's just like the day is done. Um, but uh, there's enough servo bits kicking around that you could upgrade to to an additional attack, or you can take additional damage dice. Um, you can add a plus one to your weapon, um, so that'll be plus one to hit, plus one to damage. So obviously, smaller number, but a guaranteed number, and also increases your odds of hitting. Um, and Alan, uh, you can forego all of this uh, to reclaim. How many spell slots do you currently have, or do you have in total rather? Um. Uh, so it's different depending on uh, what spells I'm using. Okay, well, in, in honor of uh, our beloved, um, I think you should leave, where down here everything is half, um, you can forego all of this to regain up like half of whatever you've lost. So if you had two slots mm. of something, you get one slot of it back. So basically you can like regain a bunch of your spells. Oh, I've only used one. Okay, in that case, you can get both of your so, fireballs back. Wait, I've used okay. I've used three of my fireballs, so do I get okay. one or two? You could back? get two of your three back. Fuck down yeah! Here, everything is half. <laughs> rounding half up. rounding up. Rounding up. <laughs> yeah, and then and misty step. I think. <clears throat> yep. Uh, yeah, oh, like oh. it's it's rounded up to a minimum oh, of one. I get so. to make another tiny hut, maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say that's a ritual, so no. 
So, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't don't want to. I don't want you to get drunk on hut power. Like Sorry. it's just it's it's too but dangerous. Loudness. Last thing, <laughs> it's funny when we're doing our sound checks. We're like, Alan doesn't yell. Well, <laughs> fuck so me, sorry. I guess. Lesson learned. You sorry attack, to yourself. You You're the one who my hut. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, utility type spells. But again, this is the equivalent of you didn't take healing, so you get you get shiny things back. That's nice. Thank you. Um, so <gasps> Declan that was my last fireball. I was so honor sad. system. You'll have to determine which of those upgrades uh, you're you're after. Right. I'm imagining Declan will be the guy doing the work. So he's just, <clears throat> he's becomes the NPC in any of those video games where somebody's like, what you looking to upgrade, friend? And you have like a certain amount of scraps. So you can cash it in at the desk with him. <laughs> what are you buying? Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, great. Um, the other thing is um, you certainly can investigate the space a bit more if you want. Um, there's all sorts of random shit kicking around. Uh, it may not necessarily be utility in a weapon way but you can maybe learn some more about what you're up against but we can leave that for after you've made your choices yeah that is what i was thinking is if this is where shit gets upgraded for combat can we deduct what opposition forces to expect but that can come that can come after yeah system system what do you need me to put in your body before we uh take a look around also there is uh unfriendlies incoming i do not have an eta but i saw them launch so we don't want to fuck around too much i feel like i can juice you up to make you go faster i can make you a little bit stronger what are you feeling hmm i believe that in combat speed is the deciding factor between who is the winner and who is dead all right, let's make the most murderous robot in the history of robots slightly more murderous. Uh, so I will do the work uh, to increase his reaction speed. So I'm imagining we're giving him that extra attack. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and then for myself, Tom, just to make sure I understand, it's either plus one or I add one more die of whatever is there. What, it, what is I your current upgrading. damage die? Uh, D10. All right, so you'd upgrade your D10 to D12. So you can either get plus one to hit, plus one damage on the regular, or you can upgrade your D10 to a D12, which would be true of however many attacks you take. It just means that rather than a D10, your rifle now does D12. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, plus six, I thought it was a man one. Uh, one in 20 is 5%. I'm trying to do the math. As I think Declan would literally be running the math, which is where I'm Honestly, <laughs> I know someone listening at home is doing it too, so you're, it's good. It's yeah, good. yeah. This is, this is what... They and you were here for. I usually go to TTRPG Reddit for the final say on how this shit works. I do not do the the work myself whenever I'm looking at, like, damage builds and stuff like that. Well, I mean, <clears throat> here's the deal. If you can't actually hit the target, it doesn't entirely matter how much you fucking hurt them. So he he looks at the, like, extra jagged round enhancements. He's, he's like... I gotta put it into the site because look at these fucking eyes. <laughs> he just like looks at her reflection. He's like, "You beautiful bastards, we're gonna kill everything." Uh, he'll he'll take the plus one uh, across the board, so that'll be cool, my boy. That makes sense to me. And then Alan, uh, you're I assume taking your 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 spell slots back. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, I don't really have. Look, my spells are my weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay. Uh, and I also need you all to roll initiative, please. Bah. Wait, what? <laughs> 17 12. plus 2 is 19. Okay, so, uh, I, Alan's <laughs> like, I like that you cut me off to do the math I, on what your total I didn't was. Mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I, um, I, thought, I just saw 17. Episode? I'm like, and then my brain went, oh yeah, you gotta add stuff. 
<laughs> oh yeah, an Ontario gotta, brain. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Laura's um, got a brain that does a lot of math. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we just become a quarter gas TTRPG yeah. podcast? There's not a lot going on. Um, Devin, like what was yours? Laura's 13? brain just the smartest like climate change expert to ever appear on Corner Gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna have trouble. <laughs> That's a real quick yeah. way of putting In it. In this episode, <laughs> Brett Butt has to determine whether or not to turn the gas station into a Tesla charging station. Oh, I don't like that Elon Musk. <laughs> Guest starring Paul Gross as Elon Musk in. <laughs> um, just try. Uh, just, it, just, it just takes like a day to explain that climate isn't weather and that's it. Anyways, continue. <laughs> but you know what it is? Gravity. Gravity yes. is... <laughs> Uh, I mean, right. this, is from, what, this is from the woman who argued walls were kind of weather. <laughs> but uh, what was your uh, your initiative there, sir? Uh, I was 12. Well, I am I'd also you down 12. as 13. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations, Declan, because I wrote in pen. You're now at 13 and I'll you're at 12. Um, <laughs> That's how you get fast. Other people just don't pay fucking attention. <laughs> Yeah, I do my initiative like I do my crossword puzzles with no regrets. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, Alan, uh, you're up first. Um, so Declan up against has worn, what? Well, that's an interesting <laughs> that's question, Laura. A really good question. Um, the the hut. <laughs> uh, Declan has warned you that um, there are uh, bogies incoming, as it were, but um, they aren't. Oh, right. You get you can't see them. They're they're very far away. Um, so, uh, although you, the player are aware you're in initiative order, uh, you, you don't see anything, uh, just yet. Um, however, you do hear, uh, an announcement, uh, come on and suddenly the, the inky, um, uh, sort of like, uh, I was gonna say fabric, Jesus, uh, the sort of inky material <laughs> coagulates, um, away from Faerun. So you can still see the planet, um, like way the fuck away yeah. but that basically behind you um turns uh black and then to silver uh, and then you you with you behold the marvelous uh glorious case of glass holding the one and only Justin De Bezos as a um a massive uh like think um Similar to the way Ryan described, like the first contact helmets, uh, like it's or the um, really it's based on the um, the uh, the Hellboy like RPD guy who's just like gas in a helmet, um, but just like a giant glass um, uh, imperious looking helmet, bit of a Cobra Commander thing going on. There's just a swarm of fucking bees in there. It's like Nick Cage's worst nightmare in this thing. Um, and, uh, of course it's got a shiny dome on top, um, and is wearing a, uh, uh, sort of, a like a weird, very much like Dr. Evil style, like jumpsuit situation, um, in the, uh, the Amazon colors. Um, and, um, uh, at the bottom it says like, um, you know, uh, just in the Bezos, uh, comma CEO. Like just one of those classic, <laughs> like I, I got this from like iMovie um, kind of inserts, um, and uh, he just says, 
Is greetings, employees. It is I, the great Jeff Bezos, and it is an honor to host you here upon the Fulfillment Citadel. Now that all of our new MFTs have come along with our executives, it is time to begin phase one of our glorious and very efficient rebuild of the hive known as Faerun. Behold all the efforts of your labors, which of course mostly benefit B. Uh, and then he he laughs, which is just the bees like scattering around really fast. And there's no real sound to it other than buzzing. Um, but you can tell that this weird undulating mass of bees in his face is is the best he can do. Alan um, searches her memory to like, was Faerun ever a hive? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I hate to admit it. That voice is simultaneously more annoying and yet less annoying than I had expected from a bunch of bees inside a jar. Like, it, you understand him in a way that I didn't think you would from a man who built a giant blue cock rocket. Uh, at which point the, <laughs> the ground beneath you trembles and the, these tremors uh, uh, become worse uh, and worse and things begin like rattling off the, the side. The, that one gimbaled arm is like catching th- things, but it can only get one thing at a time, so it's like losing most stuff. Suddenly the, the mess that you see around here kind of makes sense. Um, and as you watch, um, the, uh, the, the entire moon's surface trembles and you begin to see um, just like moon dust uh, begin to float upward, just drift um, slowly up. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, with with the, the force of a planetary sneeze, um, the moon undulates and you see um, sort of uh, as, as sort of zoomed in viewport parts uh, appear around you on this sort of like massive screen dome, um, massive packages being launched out of the center of the moon, uh, sort of that sort of massive gaping hole uh, you saw carved. Um, and as they begin to rock it down, um, suddenly, like, you know, those uh, 3D architecture pictures that like people always put on sites where they demolish like a bunch of really nice houses in a beautiful neighborhood and are just like, fuck that, we're going to build this instead. Um, those start to show up, uh, but of sites around Faerun. Um, and uh, Bezos continues uh, sort of unabated saying, as you can see, the first of our brand new primer hoods have been launched. Soon we will remake Faerun in our image, more efficient and all in service of the great Emazoon hive. GG all, GG, more primer hoods to launch soon. Perhaps we should warn those down below. And then his like face rattles again. He says, or not, um, at which point uh, the screen clicks off. Um, and even though the, the video screens can't follow these things all the way, you realize based on the size of thing that just came out of the center of the moon, um, he's dropping prefab cities on the planet. Uh, so if you don't stop him soon, he is literally going to quite literally rebuild Faerun in his image. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful, glorious Cormium plant here of Dum Dums and Dragons. And yes, it is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those Dum Dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our fans-only Discord, where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits. But you don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? Well, I mean, they don't give out trophies for killing people, which I find personally <laughs> offensive. But I think if you get him, you get a fucking big one. I was already determined to kill him for the things he has done. The fact that I'm going to kill him now and stop him from doing this is a bonus. The plan hasn't changed. I'm just even more upset. So... All right, everybody do like a quick look around the space. I mean, lightning fast for anything that's going to help us do shit. And then we got to get the fuck out of here. Or apparently he's going to flatten all the cities with other cities. Uh, great. So Declan, you are up. Great. we're in initiative order. But why? <laughs> I will scan the space quickly for shit that looks important. If there's anything that stands out, then he'd look at that. But this is the like, look through the pile. Eh, I don't see anything. Get the fuck out of here. All right. So then, Ryan, do you want to do a do you want to do a, an investigation or like a streetwise for this? Would 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 you would you buy a perception on just stuff that looks uh, like it stands out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd buy a perception. Sure. Otherwise, I'll go with I could go with no uh, perception's fine. That makes sense because it, it is just a quick like as you described it. You're just literally scanning the room as quick as as quickly as you can, which I think kind of falls into the realm of like if you're looking for traps, you would use perception. So this is looking for like nice traps, gift twenty six, twenty six. Um, all right. So um, aside from what you've you've kind of already found, I think you like you, you find a couple of um, sort of like odd. 
uh, nano patch type things that I think you use to help Alan. Like they're, they're basically stim packs. So like to just jack Alan up and, and give you back your, your spells. Um, you find um, with a 26, which is actually very, very good, obviously. Um, you find three of the uh, the health kit nano patch things you've been uh, oh, nice. chowing down on. Um, just kind of scattered amidst the uh, the debris. Um, and um, looking quickly, um, you can tell there is a mix of um, uh, EVA, as I remember from last time, <laughs> uh, EVA armor, um, but like actual armor, not like suits for, for doing repairs like what you and Alan are wearing. Um, but there also seem to be, uh, for lack of a better term, like Walmart or... Um, Amazon basics, if you will, uh, versions of Ronin droids. So a lot cheaper, a lot faster, dirtier, easier to make, um, but that have been modified, um, presumably for, for operations on the moon, which makes sense given that like having something that doesn't breathe outside is always going to trump like, (laughs) Hey, you want to take your life in your hands to go like (laughs) fucking change a lug nut. Um, so (laughs) Uh, yeah, you, you basically find <laughs> bits of robot, which I think will say you, you've, you've like, those are the parts now you recognize like, okay, this is what you use to tool a uh, system. Um, but, uh, it looks like you'll be up against a mix of organic and inorganic, uh, troops. Great. We got robots and we got fucking people and they're all going to be armored. This is delightful. Uh, he'll just go and take up position, kind of looking out the door, rifle at the ready. Great. If somebody's coming, you know, keep it. Roll me uh, perception, please. Yes. 16. 16. Um, okay. You do that. Um, honor system, you are up. Yeah. Um, I think it's about locating an exit and, and staying on the move now. Okay. So Can you roll me a perception, please? Yeah. Not super good on the die. Plus one, seven perception. Okay. Um, so you move to the the exit with uh, Declan. Um, Alan, since you're top of the round, uh, it'll be up to you to kind of uh, move up to join them. Okay. Um, so uh, we're at top of the round. Uh, Alan, what do you do? Okay, uh, also, can you roll me perception? Perception, yeah. Uh... That is 21. Um, as you move to to join them, um, you see a, a glint um, kind of catch your eye. Uh, and it's a little bit like um, if, uh, you know, you see like someone with binoculars or a scope in the distance and like the sun hits it. Yeah. Um, so you turn uh, and you, you kind of like track it with your eye very quickly, just uh, like casually kind of wondering what, mm-hmm. what could, could draw your eye that way. Um, and uh, you realize that uh, the Zeus cannon has turned uh, and is currently facing this very hut. And uh, do we, is there, is, uh, there's nothing connecting us like the huts right now, right? No. They're going to uh, be connected have- later? There's like track that's been laid, but uh, like most large scale transit situations, None of us live to see it complete. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, uh, and and I, I just yell, cannon, cannon is on us. Run. Right. 
I'll follow that. There's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no fucking why time to we're lose. in initiative order. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Alan, I assume you're going to um, run like book it, book it outside. P- yeah. Movement. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so as soon as you pass through the uh, like uh, the, the the Stargate curtain, um, I'm gonna need uh, a deck save, please. As suddenly, okay. uh, yeah. the, the cruel mistress gravity weather uh, grabs you yet again. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So having um, struggled with this a bit, um, you you actually succeed this time in got my in moon staying. legs, baby. Yeah, you got your moon legs. <laughs> Uh, that's very good. Uh, so you oh, are, um, one, you're kind of in the, uh, I'm, I'm doing these in segments, um, or in, I guess other, like in Genesis parlance, it'd be like rings or whatever that the kind in terms of distance. So you, mm. you've made like one segment of, of success, um, away from, from tech wing, um, inside, uh, uh, Bezos's head, uh, appears yet again, uh, this time with, with Alan's mother, uh, kind of imperiously, uh, over his shoulder. Um, and, uh, uh, he just is doing the stupid laughing bee thing. And, uh, she, she just says, uh, honestly, this really is more of a hassle than anything, but the nice thing about having a self replicator downstairs is we can just rebuild more of these technological huts. But you, my friends, have been a thorn in our side long enough. So, uh, as they say back down on Faerun, get fucked. Um, and uh, the uh, the cannon uh, lights up, uh, and the the like it's doing the, like the Death Star like coils powering up thing as we move to Declan. Right, Declan didn't hear that speech. <laughs> they started talking. Declan's fucking gone. He let him monologue. It can give you a few extra breaths. So, what what do you need from me? I think it's what reflex. Uh, yeah, uh, reflex. And I believe we said no, uh, no penalty for you because you're the lighter the light, suit. Light, light yeah. Suit. yeah, yeah. Oh, nat one. So I just eat shit. There you go. Yep. No. Uh, so um, I should have listened to that speech. <laughs> yeah, so as, as you you book it out the door, um, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know there's there's Alan in Bioshock suit sized footprints in in the moon dust, uh, and uh, you trip. Also, the moon dust that like lifted off the surface is slowly drifting back down, but it's not like Earth where like Superman comes back to life and the dirt comes off the ground and just falls down. It's like it's it's just drifting. So there's also just a lot of interference for you as you uh, as you make your way out. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, with a one, yeah, you, uh, you trip, um, like at the door, uh, fucking shit, get, give me thing. one gravity or the fucking other, none of this transition crap. It could be light everywhere. Fucking uh, assholes. Uh, I got, I got to I got to pick Declan up and we're moving together. Okay. Um, so I'm going to need a, uh, probably a strength. No, there's no strength. Uh, let's go with uh, fortitude save, please. Fortitude, which I believe translates to constitution on my sheet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you should have a, a like a stat specifically for it. Uh, and the little saving throws it's listed. Yeah, you might just have more than than your pure con. I don't actually. Ah. Okay. Um, well, in that case, yeah. Uh, I can use con. Yeah, let's use con. I also don't feel like you'd have huge advantage to this because you're. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your your prime stat. 
Uh, it's a total of nine. Nine. Um, okay, so in uh, being flooded with human emotion as you attempt uh, to yeah. to hoist uh, Declan, uh, you you don't have a, a tremendous amount of success. Um, you you kind of struggle. You get him up, uh, but unfortunately, uh, the two of you cannot move. Um, which brings us to the top of the round, uh, and uh, the cannon opens fire. Now, the good news uh, is that if they fired this thing at full capacity, they would blow up the moon and kill themselves <laughs> as well as all of their evil schemes. So they're very much firing this thing on like, like they're not charging the meter all the way up. They're like just doing little burst shots. Um, still devastating, but very much like you don't have to worry about this thing being like a city's block worth of destruction or like right. a near frost level of destruction. Cause that would kill them too. Um, but, uh, the, uh, the cannon opens fire. So Declan and honor system, you guys are very much in the, the line of fire here. Um, what I need from both of you, please. The good news is you're both on your feet for this. Uh, but you know, a reflex save as you basically cool guys don't look at explosion, slow-mo jump, uh, in the, the bad gravity to kind of see how, how much distance you make before the tech tech hut goes up. I got a 12. So good. I also got a 12. Again, Aww. this thematically makes we sense though, with together. you picking me Buddies. up. Husband numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the... That's so sweet. Men who get blown up together stay together in pieces. Um, all right. So from the blast, uh, that is going to be 13 points of damage um, as the, uh, the the hut is kind of like blown apart behind you it is it is not an exact science so it it's you know you're shielded a little bit by it but uh, you are blasted forward um you uh you kind of um uh, stumble up uh, alongside alan um make it to your feet and uh, the three of you are in segment one now the danger is if you stay out here they can just drag this thing right like in a line if you get to another like hut, they'll have to re realign it to refire. So you will have time in the next hut, uh, but you basically can't stay outside um, for okay. very long. So next up is the meat lab. Uh, it is quick, quick question, Tom. Just because is that yep. ballistics damage for damage resistance purposes? Uh, this would be explosive, so probably not. I mean, it, it okay. in terms of how your armor works, uh, Ryan. Do you read ballistics as like? Hmm. Uh, there, there's actually... like there's it's like damage resistance ballistic but I, we also have ballistic damage written in pistol so if an explosion then it's not because we dealt yes. with that which is like yeah, special yeah, yeah. rounds are piercing so yeah, we're good perfect. yeah yeah i yeah, just yeah. wanted to check cool that no works. that was a good good clarification note um and also i wasn't sure if because in some of these games i find they just kind of group all all damage that could be like anything yeah. that hits you is ballistic anything that like xyz other thing isn't so that's cool okay so yes hey, unfortunately Tom. Yeah. Sorry, uh, asking for no no reason related to this at mm -hmm. all. Uh, uh, did would Alan have known that Butthole is back? That he didn't die in the Kraken. That's a good question. Well, I mean, you've been kicking it at. I don't think you've talked to anyone since you got to. I don't think so either. It'd only be if Butthole sent out the letters and one was received when he announced himself as being alive or whatever with the fortress, but I don't know if they sent Oh, that. okay. Well, yeah, because you would have sent one to Not Pete and and Strahd, but I think, I mean, 
Alan, you've been kind of like up your own ass about studying. I don't know that you would have made contact with anyone. So I think we can we can safely say no. Okay. Also, I don't know that Butthole would know how to send something to Barovia. He would need advice. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so if, like, I guess I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, are, are you hoping he can bring people back if they die? What? Wha- yeah, okay. What? Good to know. I was what? just curious. <laughs> um, I th- okay, Laura, I think what I might say is you may not know if Butthole's back, but you do know that you have communication capability to at the very least Quinny, Juniper, and Reginald, and like they might they might have a solution to death by now that doesn't exist here, if that's what you're, you're mm. thinking about. But no, I don't okay. you I don't think you would you would think butthole's there. Also like the odds of butthole helping Declan are very slim. <laughs> very, very slim. Um you know you're in a Hail Mary zone when you're like, who can save me? Yeah, yeah. Reginald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get me, Bucky. <laughs> um, okay, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, no reason. Um, okay, so you're all standing together. Um, the, uh, the 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 cannon is um, like clear and present danger. You get the sense that they can scooch it a few inches in any direction, but they can't like you know l- they can't just streak it across the the sky so if if you can get far enough away they'll have to realign to fire um the three of you together what do you do how far away is the cannon uh it is in orbit around the moon oh okay yeah gotcha but yeah, but is, how is, far away is orbit yeah, is know. it within 650 <laughs> feet <laughs> I, Zeus I would cannon? like to snipe the gunner <laughs> of the Zeus cannon. <laughs> Are we just going full don't look up really and you're just going to be like fucking so Ron fast. Perlman out there just <laughs> shooting at the sky screaming? Can you imagine? Yeah, it's it's 150 feet away for my purposes and it's just like orbiting like so fucking fast you can't even see it in order to maintain altitude. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is it's 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 in space. Um, it's been controlled <laughs> okay. from the surface of the moon. But yep, that's reasonable. <laughs> Are we still um, in turn order, or is it kind of up? We are. And we are still in turn order. Whatever. Because the okay, turn so. order will determine when the cannon fires next. Okay, so we're right. on Alan's Alan. You're up then. first. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I, I uh, have to consult the guys. Um, uh, hey, run. <laughs> uh, fucking where, run! Where to? As, as towards like, the fucking citadel. <laughs> Not away from our goal. <laughs> it's well, not well, funny. We're all going to die, but it's kind of a funny question. Fucking obviously, and she as she dashes. That's so why fucking commissar. Obviously, again, like honor system doesn't emote with the visor a lot, right? It's n- normally just a black faceplate, but he does look to Declan, who we've just been like thrown forward by the blast of this thing, and just a massive fucking question mark on his face. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking ditto. That's <laughs> all Declan says in return. All right. So, Alan, I need a reflex save at disadvantage, Jesus please. fucking Christ. She just wants to know if they have any other ideas. Fucking hell. 15. 15. Okay. Um, so Obviously one, fucking run. Anyways. One small <laughs> this is what she's Alan. thinking to herself. Obviously, I'm fucking running. You realize we can hear you over the fucking radio, right? Like, it's, it's, it's there for when you talk really quiet. It's not just you. 
Um, and you you leap forward. Uh, so I think like we'll we'll do we'll kind of see what each of your initiatives do. But like right now we've just got like slow mo boot jump, like Mario and low gravity uh, Alan running. Uh, Declan. Tom, just so I can picture, how big is the blast zone of this thing? Is it like a tech hut worth? I'm trying to figure out if there's value in us splitting up to go in slightly different directions. Will that get us around it, or are we all just going to get tagged because we're close you'll, you'll get tagged right? if if it's if it's close enough to just scooch towards you? Like, yeah, it's it's yeah. a big big old uh, like end of a Marvel movie shoot it to the sky level beam thing. Um, yeah, yeah, great. Then let's just fucking run. <laughs> that's that's his plan to right. get the fuck out of here so go ahead uh no no advantage or disadvantage just normal just a all normal. right that is a 23 oh hell yeah baby um so having got squarely roasted i think you just like compress your whole body and just spring um yep. and just launch uh launch forward uh and uh honor system Oh, actually, Tom, oh, I would also like to use uh, my bonus action to dash because I've got cunning actions. So when he fucking moves, he fucking, oh, I fucking love the good gravity. No transitions. <laughs> he just yells as he boots it past Alan. Alan's also dashing. Mario Kart double dashing. Yeah, yeah I get to move and then dash. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yep. Fair he enough. gets a Rendar level of dash. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh <my> God, Tom. <laughs> I hate myself. Uh, all right. Yay! <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, Ryan, you uh, you make it to the meat lab. Um, and uh, honor system, what do? Uh, it may shock you to know that I would like to dash. Holy um, shit. What? Curious, though, <laughs> if I want to just move regular speed and use an action to cover us, but I think we'll just make a dash for it. Yeah. I think that's what I'll do. So go ahead and you also are rolling just a just a clean die, no advantage or disadvantage. Instead of meat lab, I had meat loop written down and I don't know what that would be. <laughs> well that's because the Uber hyper loop. I'm like, yeah. what's a meat loop? Well I meat loop is like the world's out. worst sausage. It just Great. doesn't connect. Did honor system have advantage that was carrying forwards on gravity checks? Don't think he so. lost the disadvantage. Going that forward. Was it. Got it. Yep. Just checking. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what am I adding to this roll? Uh, this would be uh, it's a reflex save. So your dexterity, and I believe okay. in your case, proficiency. Uh, you well, it's a 15 on the die, and then cool. plus dex. So you're, you're 20, and then 24 if yep. you're throwing proficiency in. Yep. <laughs> So um, together, um, like you and and uh, Declan and Honor System, just kind of like book it past Alan. I assume like grabbing uh, grabbing the giant slow suit as you go um, <laughs> up under the arms. Yep, here we go. Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> you you see the massive like uh, fiery beam behind you, just like scooching after you, um, like the round is is over in Fortnite, um, and uh, eventually it. Uh, just just over halfway to where you've gotten to um uh, sort of fizzles down um it continues to track you like a magnifying glass burning the earth but like there just isn't any juice and you can see the coils like venting in space and um starting to power back up but it's not a it's not like a rapid fire 
thing. Like they gotta they gotta re- recharge it and refire it. So you do have a little bit more time, um, which is obviously beneficial. Um, as you uh, approach the uh, the meat lab, um, so the meat lab from the outside um, is completely uh, opaque. You can't see through it, unlike the um, uh, the, the the sort of tech hut. Um, and uh, it does have clearly, like even from the outside, you can see um, a lot of kind of solar array type stuff um, built around it. Um, clearly drawing power, uh, a tremendous amount of power while also being very careful and delicate about the amount of light that gets in. Um, you don't hear anything at the entrance, um, because you're in space and you can't hear anything, but, uh, also I assume like a quick look, like these places have clearly been abandoned. Um, there don't seem to be any staff. Declan, did you want to take a look for the, uh, the jump troopers before you go in? Yeah, I think Declan, if he's going into a new environment, he's the guy who's like rifle up, assume it's a hostile territory. Like the last, what, what Sorry, he would I meant do. outside rather than inside. Like, would you try? Oh, to- yeah, yeah. He would take a glance. Like, this is all, we know we're getting hammered and we know they're going to fight dirty. So it's just every way, like, where are troopers? Yes, 100%. Great. So uh, can you roll me a perception, uh, please, with advantage, I think, because there's not a lot to look at out here. And they may be, you know, jet black to merge into the sky, but they also have like fucking rockets on them. So 28, 28. Okay. Um, so you can see that, um, they have, um, sort of like, they kind of have to hop this. They don't, they can't just like, they've got a bit of the Mandalorian problem where they, their, their packs won't like, they can't like zip around in the sky. They kind of have to like book it to a place. So you can see them, um, kind of stacked up almost like gargoyles on, um, the executive housing, uh pod which is like a different shape and size and and construction than the ones you've seen so far um and then kind of all of them are like one by one blasting off of that and kind of starting to make their way uh towards the meat lab but they're very far away still um and the issue is they also don't necessarily know where you are like they just saw the tech wing go up but they don't know if you would would have gone back if you would have gone to the med bay so it's not like everyone is converging like it's like a, a video game with bad AI where like the minute you fire a gun, everyone in the level is like, he's over there. It's like they, they're they starting to scatter a little bit. Um, they, they aren't entirely certain of, of where you are. Great. Yeah, he'll just keep tracking that on an ongoing basis. Uh, when they get into range, he can start shooting. This is also his heaven because they won't be able to hear him start shooting. So people mm-hmm. will just disappear from their team, which is how he likes to work. Yeah, it's just the the old alien tracker, right? Where it's just like, oh, that the dot went away. That's weird. Oh no, that other dot went away. That's oh no, that dot was Gary. Yeah, um, he, just, he just looks down and pats the silencer in his pocket, and then just like chuckles to himself. Uh, and back to the meat loop. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, the world's worst sausage. Um, so um, the uh, the three of you step inside uh, the meat lab. And immediately um, you get indicators that uh, there is uh, atmosphere in here. Um, and immediately your your headsets fog up. Um, it is it is so humid in here um, that it's 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 like stepping into like a like a, a, a jungle greenhouse uh, type effect in here. So just you're immediately like heat sensors are going off your masks um immediately kind of uh, uh fog over and um behind you like a door actually does close this isn't just a like a stargate curtain um and you had to walk through two like but they're they're star trek style quick action doors they're not like 
ponderous nightmare doors. Um, but to make sure that not too much of the, um, but this delicate atmosphere is, is being, uh, maintained. Um, Alan and Declan, would you take your helmets off or would you just try and wipe them with a little thingy? Uh, Declan still has one more emergency, like slam on face thing. So he would pull the, the helmet. He pulled the helmet. And you off. can He's put not- those helmets back on. Like, these aren't like yeah. a one use thing, um, but he's not a... risking. He's not risking bad visibility in a room. He can't right. do it. Alan, um, I, I, Alan would take her cue from Declan. Cool, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, then he yeah, would yeah. hold up a finger, pull his off first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then waver through if he doesn't pass out. Uh, it smells gross in here, uh, but um, very much of that like heavy vegetation, um, but also of like. Um, raw meat. Like if you've if you've opened like a pack of meat that's just like on the edge. Um, so just kind of not the smell of like a, a butcher shop or anything, but just kind of that that weird like styrofoam pack smell. Like oh no, maybe this has been in here too long. Alan just gets flashbacks to butthole farting into her mouth to bring her back to life. <laughs> yeah, this is who you wanted to call, right? Um. <laughs> This is the guy you wanted, yeah. Yeah. Um, so inside, um, this uh, this space is set up similarly to the the tech hut. Uh, it is larger. I would say it's like um, like a half larger because down here everything is half. Uh, so if the last one was like a size one, this is a one and a half. Um, so larger space. Um, and uh, it is uh, think like Poison Ivy's lab in uh, the seminal superhero film Batman and Robin. So just like weird fucking plants everywhere. Um, there are vats, like a number of of Resident Evil style vats of things, um, sort of floating in liquid all around. Um, uh, and then along the um, sort of behind the vegetation lining two of the walls, um, it almost looks like. Um, like a slide deck, um, like bef- you know, back when slides were real things, not now when that just means a digital program you click through, um, or like uh, the doors from Monsters Inc. Like there's just a bunch of things hanging, um, and you can see a bunch of robotic arms um, quickly running, uh, and you realize that there are uh, essentially like 3D printers printing meat um, in these slides and kind of lining them up, uh, and then like the arms are like spritzing them down. Um, there's an episode of Doctor Who where they determine the last human is just a stretched face on a board, and it's kind of almost <laughs> yeah. that kind of shit, except if it was raw meat. Um, so there's like little hands like spritzing and cleaning and like cutting off bar- parts that are like growing badly. Um, and you can basically tell like um, this seems to be um, the space that they use to uh, to feed um, the the citadel. Um, there is a um, on the north end. Um, there is uh, kind of like carved out of the space, so there aren't plants and things hanging over this directly. There's like a very well lit, um, uh, sort of like small, almost chamber um, that uh, seems to have kind of like um, two large arms um, attached to a gimbal on top uh, that seem like they can spin. Um, so. Think almost, uh, you know, when you go to the airport and they've got those like TSA machines that scan your body rather than like the beep boop wand, um, something kind of like that. Um, behind uh, behind you, as you've kind of come in or sort of off to your right, um, is a uh, a large table 
um, that seems to be set like a dining room table. Uh, and there are a variety of like plates and platters and beyond it, um, just kind of a very well lit wall of little sconces with all sorts of different um, samples in it. So clearly kind of a place where you can reconstruct different meals and, and kind of see if they're uh, to your liking. Um, there are a number of notebooks and things scattered around um, in classic sci-fi fashion. There's just like charts on the wall of like various um, wildlife from Faerun. And then also just like, you know, beautiful mind style scribbling about like how make taste like this. Um so clearly a, a fairly uh, intense operation uh, up here, but also kind of in that that classic, like, how do we make fake meat taste like, you know, real meat on the moon uh, kind of situation. <clears throat> and then at the very far end of the uh, the habitat, of course, another door that, that leads out. Um, that said, as soon as you take your helmets off, uh, Declan, you are happy to learn that uh, you can breathe the air, even though it, it's, it is breathing humidity, which is always kind of gross. Um, as soon as you do that, um, immediately uh, an alarm claxton goes off, and the door behind you oh, um, seals. Uh, and uh, you just hear um, a, a robot voice um, that sounds disturbingly like Alexa in our world for reasons that have nothing to do with any particular corporation <laughs> mm -hmm, whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, just say, foreign contaminants detected. Locking down meat lab. Foreign contaminants detected. Locking down meat lab. <sighs> Please send supervisor, play country, and then country music just starts blaring through speakers. Because as you know, Alexa never quite gets it right. Yeah. Um, so to the sound to of, of, uh, of, of uh, 2099 country music, which presumably is like played on electric guitars because it's the future. They all had quantum energy. So country was very, uh, very high tech. Um, the uh, space around you seals, uh, the door slams shut, and... Judging um, from the rough estimation, Declan, that you made of how long the cannon took to, to charge up and how long it took to fire, uh, it's not going to be long before it or the jump troopers find you. So before then, you got to figure out how the fuck to get out of the meat lab. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yverne, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, &D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, 
Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good. Their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.